Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Karen Cooper, who helps neurospicy parents who are overwhelmed by everyday household and life activities to plan, prioritize and focus so they can accomplish their goals, live a life with less stress, more freedom and more happiness. Well, that sounds beautiful. Karen, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Oh, you're so so welcome. Well, thank you for joining us. Can you can you just expand a little bit more on you know where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? Today, I am getting ready to launch a group course. I'm helping parents, neurospicy, mostly parents, but humans in general, neurospicy being any type of neurodivergent. And I'm helping them be able to let go of all the shoulds, have tos, needs tos, and musts, and really lean into. Mm what they love and what their true purpose is without all of the pressures of the outside world. And so my ideal client is anyone who is overwhelmed and frustrated and stuck. And I, I unstuck people. <laughs> so what does that feel like? Because it sounds like there's, there's a lot of weight there. As you said, there's a lot of pressure there. So what is it that you find like time and time again, are the, is the first step for your clients is the first hurdle that you need to help them to either be aware of or to overcome. So their first hurdle is learning that they have an internal guidance system within them that is always going to give constant feedback, physical feedback in their body in response to their thoughts. And it's not always what you think it is. So Mm -hmm. anytime that they're going to feel stress, anxiety, overwhelm, rushing, fear, anything like that, that's going to give a tightness in their chest or a closing sensation in their throat or maybe an upset stomach. And that means that whatever thoughts they're having when they have those physical sensations, those thoughts are not true or not going to happen. And usually that's pretty big for everyone I work with because you usually don't question those thoughts or like allow them to be in the space where that's just simply not true. And so mm. their biggest their biggest aha moment is like, wait, those aren't true. That's not going to happen. Like I'm allowed to just not believe that that's going to happen. Okay, well, let's let's, comes- let's make this real. Let's let's bring some tangibility to that because that's sort of very top level. Can you give me an example so we can really break this down? So it's like, ah, oh, I get that. I see it. Um. So like a real life example, I use it all the time. My internal guidance system, right? Um. But for my clients, one of my clients was 
feeling like she was a bad mom and she wasn't keeping up. She's a single mom. She works full time. She has two kids. She wasn't keeping up with all of her household activities as she felt like she should. She's supposed to. And she was looking, she walked by her kitchen and she noticed she hadn't done the dishes yet. And she felt like this heaviness, like tightness in her chest, like, ugh, I need to do those dishes. And then she said, wait, that's supposed to be like a closing. That thought's not true. If I'm feeling that tightness in my chest, I'm not going to do the dishes. And she decided to go on a walk with her sons instead. And she felt the release in her body. And she messaged me later and was like oh my gosh I didn't do my dishes and it was great and I did them later and it was and I danced with music and I didn't feel like the obligation and it just Mm -hmm. gets to be life gets to be more fun and she's not the only for some reason it's like dishes that people get stuck on because she's not the only client who has been like I didn't do my dishes I'm like that's great (laughs) it's little things I I love but taking that that kind of example, I want to sort of take that and sort of marry it with with the business world because I think the themes, the patterns, are they're super similar. I mean, we we're joking away offline about you know the the, the things that crumbs with with your marketing, with the way that you market your business. I am not doing what these people say I should do. I know these things work, but I don't like it. Therefore, I'm going to do this way. It sounds like it's maybe a few steps ahead of what you're teaching your clients in terms of, okay, you're doing something. I feel something. This doesn't Mm -hmm. feel right. This feels tight. Insert the blank with that. So how have you used this, these principles, this looking at yourself to be able to make the right decisions for you, even though the world, the gurus, the books say, you need to do this. So one example, pretty recently, maybe like a month ago, um, I have a I have a business coach and she has this very specific, like, you need to do this, this and this. Here's the program that you need to use. And I found myself get stuck. And I wasn't I was like having hesitation to do using this email funnel program she wanted me to use. And I was just like, oh, I know I'm supposed to do it, but I just I, I can't make myself do it. And then I realized that. I wasn't open to doing it in my body. I I had that tightness in my chest when I thought about it. And so then when I finally questioned myself, like, oh, I don't have to do that. And I opened. And then I was able to continue. I made a different decision until I had bothered questioning. Like, I don't have to do it exactly the way that she's telling me to. Because I'm an entrepreneur. I can make my own decisions that are right for me. And getting out of that like corporate mindset of like, you have to do what your boss tells you. Like, no, I hired my coach so I can choose. And kind of throughout the day, like I can use my own body to decide like, okay, that just doesn't feel right. I'm going to, I'm going to try something different. And then it's usually for me, like when it's a big, a big opening, like when I really get past a big mind block, I get just this relief, like, okay, yeah, I wasn't supposed to do that. And then I made huge momentum and like got a lot of stuff done that I had been holding off on because I was stuck behind this door of you Mm -hmm. have to use this specific program. Like it just wasn't right for me. And to be able to be aware of that in my business has been invaluable. Yeah, that's that's kind of huge. I mean, with mentors, coaches, uh, podcasts, courses, books, all these things, take what you need. It's okay Mm -hmm. to... To, to leave something halfway through it's okay to disengage it's okay to to not follow it through to the extent 
if it's out of alignment with with what you need. And I think there's there is so much, there's so many bits of information that you could take. But what do you need in this moment? What do you need in that moment to move forward? So to better take what you need from this, the experience, the learning, the knowledge, the expertise, we're like, cool, I'm using that. That I don't need. That's not right. But this, oh my gosh, this is going to move the needle. So I want to talk about from, from that perspective, how do you know? How do you honestly know what is a no? This is the wrong thing fundamentally for me versus I'm just really uncomfortable and I, I, I'm, I'm scared and it's just a bit of anxiety. How do you, how do you distinguish between the two? Because we, we can convince ourselves with uncomfort. What's it like to sort of tread that path? So it's kind of like, um, it's kind of like you get a double, um, confirmation. So something's not right for you. You get the thoughts like, like, Oh, I should be doing this. And your body closes up. Right. So that's the thoughts you're having are not true. Then you have something that is right for you, but you're really scared. Then you look at your thoughts when you're really scared. And usually those thoughts are, I can't do this. I'm going to fail at this. I shouldn't try this. That means, again, you have that closing in your body and those thoughts are not true. So if you're scared, I shouldn't do this. I can't do this. Those thoughts are not true. So you every time can use the sensations in your body, but you just have to examine your thoughts because your thoughts are there to protect you. They're running programs based on previous experiences that you may have just learned when you were a kid that like about the way the world works. And a lot of those you never even questioned, but your body is giving you real time feedback in the moment. Okay. I'm scared to do this. I'm nervous to do this podcast. I'm nervous to put myself out there and launch a course, whatever it is, because I'm afraid of failing. That means your thoughts aren't true. You're not going to fail. You aren't going to look like an idiot or whatever thoughts you were having. Mm. And it's so it's different. And if just like when you're not supposed to do something and you're thinking, I have to do this, I should do this. This is going to be better for me, but you're still closed in your body. Those thoughts aren't true too. So you just have to be aware. Let's hold that. So these thoughts aren't true. Thoughts are controlled, manipulated, guided by beliefs, promises, stories, all the stuff that we have, which again, I've said this before, there's no such thing as truth, just perception, just perception. So holding that as there's a playground that you can go into, there's so much work that you can do in that area. My question for you is, does your body ever lie? What's not true about your body? Because that's a different kettle of fish, right? I have never had it. I have never had the closing sensation when my when my thoughts were not true about it. Sometimes it's very quickly, like I'll be like, ooh, I am open to doing this podcast, but then I close quickly after with because my mind jumps in and is like, but you're going to fail or you're going to look stupid or whatever it is. Like, yeah. so it's, it has, sometimes you have to quickly catch it and mm. it'll be like you're open and then you close really quickly. And so if you're not paying attention and you're not practicing like being in your body and being mindful of that instead of in your head, then you might miss it. And you might, then you might think, oh, my, my body, like you said, lied, but it's, 
really about paying attention to the individual thoughts. And you know, your thoughts are not you. They are a, they are programs being run in your brain. And mm. you can just be aware of them and be like, oh man, you're really anxious right now. It's okay. Like, I don't need that right now, but I appreciate you being there. Like, you know, I not, not need your service. Yeah, and our physical body in this environment sometimes has no, nothing to do with the thoughts that we're having, it has nothing to do with the situation coming. There's anxiety, there's doubt, there's fear, there's there's these sensations that may be related to, oh, it's not even mine, it's someone else's. There's all these inherited things. So, yes. I, so let's hold that because I want to go back to that. But uh, the, the being in your body and not in your head, I mean, as a in the human design, as a, as a splenic projector, I'm very much aware that that initial blast is that's the one thing. If I miss that initial blast, don't listen to it. Oh my gosh, will my head kick in? Then I've lost it and I can convince myself that initial oomph, as I call it, is there's the information miss it and it's gone so how do you how have you guided your experiences to to cope with different situations um ways of working people to be around to be able to listen hear find these these maybe sometimes whispers because they're not always screaming at you sometimes it can be subtle what's that like so I'm a projector too, but I, it sounds like you know more about it than me, but I love human design as well. Um, so you don't always, people have this idea that you, you have to, or it makes people feel safe to have a plan, to know how things are going to work mm. and to know the reason for all the things that they're doing, but you don't have to have a plan. You have to know how to get into flow, how to get into a flow state. So if I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing next or why I'm feeling close to something, if I'm not feeling open to something and I say, no, I'm just, I just, that doesn't feel right. I'm not going to do it. And I, but I don't have a reason. I have no, I, I missed like what, if, if there was a sign given to me, I missed it. I, I just know that in my body, I feel closed. I do know how to get into a flow state and I can trust that that will lead me from one opening to another opening to another opening. Mm. And so it's not, I don't always have to, I don't have to hear the whisper. I don't have to know the why. I just have to know that I'm, if I stay in an opening state, it will be get more openings. And if I try to force my way through, like if something is just not feeling right, but I'm feeling like I should do it, I have to catch myself and realize I'm running a program and that's not for me. And I need to just let it go and see what happens. Okay. So how do you, in these moments, to bring your body back into, back into check. So as a signpost, as a guidance, as information, it's like, cool, that's critical. But then to bring it back into alignment bring it back into the flow state bring it back into let's call it neutral how do you guide your clients and actually guide yourself to be able to get yourself back into this this place rather than keep on listening to all these bits of information and and and, and be so many like conversation between the brain and the body so I use this, this is the tool I use the most is getting into flow throughout the day. Cause I have three kids and we travel and I'm running a business. So like I'm busy. So 
that can mean you getting caught in my head a lot. So I often have to bring mm. myself back into my body. And the way that I do it and teach my clients to do it, it's called, we call it dropping into your listening. And you sit and you don't have it. You could do it while you're driving. You don't have to close your eyes or anything, but just start noticing at first, feel your feet and your hands. Just feel them. Just be aware how they feel in your shoes or on the floor or on the steering wheel of your car, whatever it is. And then while you're feeling your feet and your hands, begin to listen to the sounds around you. And while just let the like notice the sound of the fan and the, the lawnmowers outside and whatever it is. And your body, you cannot be in your head while you're focusing on two physical sensations at the same time. You can't. And then if you have a chance to really like, okay, what now, what am I feeling I need to do next? Now I'm back in my body. Now I'm centered. Yeah. And you can Crumble. do that oh, as many beautiful. times as you need. Yeah. I love that reminder because yeah, years and years and years ago, before I even walked into this personal development world, it was, there was a tactic that I had when I got stressed and worried and it was literally to, okay, what can I see? What can I hear? What can I smell? And I went through every single one of my senses. What can, what, what can I feel? And looking back now, it was pure presence. Every single one was bringing the energy back into the here and now. I cannot be worried about what happened in the past. I cannot be fearful about what will happen in the future, what might happen in the future. It's just in this moment, right now, my body is safe. Mm -hmm. As of right now, everything is okay. Cool. From that point, fucking unstoppable. It's beautiful. Yeah. So the yeah. bring this back in is kind of lovely. So that that's a great reminder. And it's beautiful just when we have these things that we're like, oh, I was doing this. And at the time, I didn't know why. And now we have the science and the woo and all the experiential results to say, here's why. Here's why it works. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. It's so important because we spend so much time uh, in our heads and in obligation and in overwhelm. And when you bring it back down to in this moment, I'm okay. Everything mm -hmm. is fine right now. And you can never predict how life is going to turn out. All look, everyone has a story of how something came when turned out totally different than they could have ever predicted. Like, like earlier this year, some nuns gave me $20,000 to buy a camper. Like I was not expecting that. That was completely out of left field. I knew them when I was a teenager, like decades ago. So like, you cannot predict how life is going to mm. be magical. And so bringing yourself back into the moment, everything is okay. And forget about the how. The how is not your friend. As an as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, this knowledge is super useful, super combative at times because the logic is there. But damn it, in this moment, as a human being, it is tough. So with yourself, as you've grown your business, as you've changed and evolved how you help people and your offerings, as you've changed yourself, brought in all these modalities, you have this wealth of information. Where is it still showing up for you? Because we're never just completely fixed and we know everything, therefore nothing's ever a drama. It's okay. Things show up in different ways at different levels. So where is it for you right now that even though you know all this stuff and you've seen it and you teach it, it still creeps in? What's, 
where is that? Um, for me, the most is definitely imposter syndrome. Like, wait, I'm doing this for real? <laughs> Do they, they know me, like they've known me for a long time. They still want to, they still want to work with me. Um, and sometimes just overwhelm, like in my mind, mm. making more of a problem than it actually exists. So then that's when I have to bring myself back and slow down and just take the next bite of the elephant and not worry about how the whole elephant is going to get eaten. Otherwise, it would overwhelm me into inaction. So that's something that I do combat every day with getting into flow and like being present. So with these, with these dramas that you continue to have, that you continue to see and self-manage, what what is the next level identity that you're that you're so looking forward to becoming what can you see that because i truly believe that at any point we're in between selves we're looking for that next that next one we were joking offline about how you know it feels like it's christmas eve because your your new offer is about to drop this is about to really uh, kick off and unfold and it's kind of beautiful you're you're ready for it and then there's a new year and it's like okay then what happens next so seeing your evolution personally who is the next level version of yourself that you're not quite there yet but crumbs you 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 can't wait for it i don't know yet but i just i don't i don't know yet i know i i know so i like have this vision of myself and an activity that i did not learn I mean, I did not create, I learned from someone else called seeding where you visualize yourself. It's a visualization exercise. Um, and you visualize yourself having already done the thing. And I have like this vision of myself on a stage promoting my new book, like running a huge retreat. Like I know that's where I'm going to be someday. Like I can feel it. I know what outfit I'm going to wear. I know what the cover of my book looks like. That's not even started yet. Uh, it's exciting. So I don't know how I'm going to get there. And that's not really my business. I don't need to know how. I know that the next thing that's happening is my launching my group course. And I know that I'm really, really good at staying in flow and following my openings and and knowing what when it's right, when it's time to jump and the nets will always appear. Mm. So huh, how? How do you help your clients ignore the how? get them into their bodies in the present moment, teach them how to use their internal guidance system, give them affirmations to use that are personalized to them and remind them that everything is made up. And so we can make up whatever we want and it can be really fucking cool. <laughs> so I, I just, yeah. It, it's a, it takes a process to unlearn all the stuff that we just thought we're supposed to believe in. Yeah, and, and they're sneaky. And that, that that's ending statement there. It's very similar to, we, we all have these beliefs. Limiting beliefs, false beliefs, whatever you call them. I, I don't call them false beliefs because they're real. You, you actually think them. So right. if everything is made up, as you say, if everything is made up, nothing is real, then... We, we can have whatever beliefs we want as long as they serve us in whatever way let it have to be true real 
you we can make up whatever beliefs we want as long as it serves us for our greatest purpose for us to move forward with joy laughter happiness play we have to live by some beliefs they might as well help right. us right Yes, exactly. And some of the, the key thing is as long as they serve us, because all of us, all of our beliefs are serving us. It just depends on what we want to be served. Sometimes the thing that is holding us back is serving us and making us feeling safe and comfortable in the space that we've been in. But it's stopping us from growing because growth can be uncomfortable. So really identifying, is this serving me? Is this really what I want to believe? Is this is this the choice I want? And letting go of those beliefs can be really, really hard when they've kept us safe for so, so long. But it's key that what you said about it serving us or not serving us. Love that. Beautiful. Hey, Karen, thank you so, so much for being here, for sharing your story and some beautiful hints and tips along the way. Just riffing with ideas. It's, it's beautiful to break it down. Yes, I thank you for having me. It's been fun. Oh, you're so, so welcome. And look, if people want to find out more about, about you, the amazing work that you do where can they find you uh so the two places i really am i'm i'm on tiktok a lot um so tiktok you can find me at blessed tangle all of my stuff is on there or on facebook i have a neuro spicy and empowered facebook group and that's a really really cool space to be on it if you're neurodivergent of any kind so those are the what two can places you, what can you expect by joining in the group. So yeah. it's 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 life hacks for anyone who is neurodiverse. And I'm interviewing um, pe people on all different to topics. Sometimes we're talking about navigating toxic workplaces. Sometimes we're talking about angel numbers. Sometimes we're talking with people, um, someone who has dissociative identity disorder or like learning ASL to help communicate So uh, with ASD. Whatever topics that my neurospicy friends in the group want to talk about, I'll find an expert and I'll talk to them. And so we have lots of group guest speakers. We have contests. We have mm. uh, my, I have a free unstuck unlocked thrive fest coming up. Cause I really like to have fun. So we are going to be doing like a mindset bingo and like mini coaching. It's just, it's a really cool safe space because sometimes we're just posting about how our kid had a meltdown and we didn't handle it good and you just need the solidarity of like yeah that happened to me too <laughs> so yes, it's just a safe space all of i love that yeah it sounds like a beautiful container so everyone if you're yeah. if you're curious go and check it out but again thank you so much for being here this has been so much fun thank you absolutely thank you you're welcome Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.